Hello everyone, welcome to Sunset Stream, episode one, yay! This podcast will lean more toward my explorative witchy side that I've delved into over the last year. Things I've been learning about along with mistakes I've made in hopes to help some of you that are either not sure about pursuing witchcraft or just aren't sure where to begin. So today's episode, I'll be talking about how I got into witchcraft and the many things that I've noticed throughout my childhood and young adult life that's possibly led me to where I am today. So I'll start off by saying I am in no way an expert on this subject, you guys, so don't come at me. Um, I'm definitely still learning the ins and outs of witchcraft. I'm definitely a newer witch, although thinking about things from years and years ago, I feel like it's slowly been trying to push its way into my life or it's been waiting for me to pay attention to what's already there. It wasn't until the end of last year through being quarantined for three months that I really started to research and learn. And seriously, what better time than being confined to your home. As I sat and scrolled through Pinterest, Googled through different web pages, um, there are so many types of witches. And I thought, maybe this would be me. Maybe I could get into this. My interest was definitely piqued. Um, and then once I made the decision to pursue the interest, I was overloaded with information. Herbs, crystals, spells, rituals, where do you even start? I ended up deciding to start basic. Um, I just read through a few books and one of those books being The Green Witch by Aaron Murphy Hiscock. And I will be talking about this book in a later episode because I connected with it and it's great. And in this book, it also explains that you and your witchcraft interests don't necessarily have to fall under a specific category. There are many different interests when it comes to this subject, and I'm still exploring and learning, and I have years of that to come. I've found myself personally leaning more toward a green witch path than anything, but that could also change with time. Like, like I said, there's so much more to learn. And you can be eclectic. There's nothing that says you can't learn all different types of witchcraft, and that's really what I feel like mostly my path is going to follow is going to be just tidbits from here and there. Things that I connect with on a spiritual level versus just being like, yeah, that sounds cool. I'm going to take that and that and that and that. There's nothing wrong with that, but I like to make sure I really connect with it. And I feel like, yeah, this is, this is something I can add to my grimoire or whatever. While I've been getting into my green witchery, I've noticed my mind taking me back to my childhood and different things that I did as a child that straight up screamed witchcraft. Um, I'm not going to put a whole crap ton of memories in here, just a couple. Um, one of them being whenever I'm making my spell bottles now, um, I am taken back to when I was a kid and always I wanted to make potions. Like... Anytime we were messing around playing make-believe fantasy stuff, I needed to be the witch. I needed to be the one that was picking herbs, um, playing the healer, different types of things like that. Um, I would run all over the yard picking different things to create the different potions, trying to brew things in the backyard. It's definitely a super huge memory that sticks out. Um, I have also 
had tons and tons and tons of dreams that have also become premonitions. And as I've gotten more into the witchy side of myself, the psychic awareness, all of that stuff, I am putting all these pieces together and I'm like, okay, wow, I'm hyper aware of this stuff. That's cool. It's just a lot more extra stuff to study. I've also had a lot of different types of witches around me in my life as well, just kind of coming in and out. I remember one of my friend's mothers in particular, um, I was having a ghost experience and I was looking to her for guidance um, and God, she now really even thinking about it now, she worked with archangels and told me different people to pray to or ask for help or just how to explore my, that situation. And it was so different to me because usually people are like, eh, yeah, and, you know, ghosts, whatever. She was definitely witchy. And I remember one thing in particular is she had all of these different masks from different countries, I want to say. I, it was so long ago, I can't even, I can barely remember. Some of the different masks would have, they have their own personalities and how they would not, like if she would not leave an offering to certain ones, they would be not okay. Or they would kind of turn into a grimace or she said different things and the house would happen. And it's just, it's really interesting because I, I was in love with all of the masks that she had and the culture and it was just, it was crazy awesome. But she was definitely one of the people that did kind of, like I said, pique my interest um, into witchcraft. Um, I don't even remember if she really even spoke about being a witch. It was just kind of like a given thing and it was like I picked up on that. And I mean, she definitely didn't hide it, that's for sure also being where I am now in this small town, there is a lot of history and I've had a pretty good handful of supernatural appearances. And that is another thing that gets me thinking about psychic awareness. And um, I have had explored some graveyards with some friends. Um, definitely not being disrespectful or anything. We just kind of had gone out. I had my camera. I was trying to take pictures uh, to see if I would get anything in my photos. We had a massive earthquake in this town, I believe in the 1800s, and it had opened up a hole in the ground, if, I, if I'm remembering this right, it opened up a hole in the ground and it swallowed a bunch of townspeople. And at the end of our town, we have just up on the hill, it's this rectangle cordoned off area and it is the quote unquote earthquake cemetery. So there's these people here that are buried. They don't, there's no, I can't remember if there's names or not. There might be a plaque with names. But this is where all these people are buried, and that is their memorial. And we had gone up there to do some EVP sessions. I had my camera, and um, <laughs> as I'm taking pictures, I have my three other group, three other members of the group, and they're doing EVP sessions around the plaque. And I'm snapping pictures around the fenced off area, kind of over where they are, where they're speaking, and I feel cold skin-to-skin -skin contact, just like somebody kind of grazed my elbow, like just kind of grabbed their fingers and just ran it down my skin. Didn't think too much of it. 
It was a cold night, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, cool. Come to find out a couple days later, maybe even a day later, I worked with one of the people that was in our, uh, our ghost hunting group. And as we got to work, she throws down her digital recorder and she says, you need to hear this. And I'm like, oh God, <laughs> what did we pick up? And she's like, your name. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not possible. Like, I mean, I'm all for ghost hunting and stuff, and tr- and I believe in all of that stuff, but to know that my name, somebody had picked up something saying my name tripped me the fuck out. So I put on the headphones, and as clear as day, you hear, summer, and I lost my shit. Um, I looked, I looked at her, and I was like, you're not fucking with me. You're, you did not add this in later on to scare me or to get me into wanting to do this more, right? Just please tell me you're not fucking with me. And she's like, I don't have the capability to do it. All I really have the capability to do is play back what I've recorded. This is what I heard going over the footage. And I'm like, holy crap. And I mean, it's a, it's a crazy feeling to hear your name. Then again, and also to hear your name and then to know that you felt like you were touched that same day in the midst of them doing that same EVP session, it was, it was trippy. Like I said, there's a lot of history here. Another place I've worked, I had um, different knocking on the doors inside and outside and nobody would be there and I would be working completely alone. So same thing with uh, the gem and mineral shop. It's just, it's crazy weird. I have come to terms with the fact that I'm pretty, like, psychic aware and just, I I am hyper aware to that stuff. It comes with the territory and it's been another thing that going back and looking back at my childhood, a lot of things make sense now due to that fact. That is also what has piqued my interest um, as, like, a teenager more so, Uh, but I still wasn't completely convinced of... I don't know. I just wasn't completely convinced that it was something I wanted to follow at that point in time. Definitely loved the stuff, but never really picked up the interest to start practicing until now or recently. Another thing, I had grown up in the city. I was 19 when I moved um, here to where I am now in the mountains. I moved up here with my family. And now I'm up here with my husband and our little kitty and we're in our cozy little cottage and (laughs) it's just great because it totally goes with the aesthetic. But after moving up here, I had grown up in the city and then at 19, uh, my parents decided that we were going to move into a very small mountain town and I hated the thought of that. I was leaving my brother, I was leaving my friends and just everything I knew and it was the city, and it just consumed me. Um, Eventually, of course, you find your jobs, you find your friends, and with time, all of that goes away. You usually, for the most part, end up being content. I've started a life here, so it's great, and considering the green witchery that I'm now delving into, I've noticed that I've found myself drawn more and more to the mountains and into the forests. Especially even after I moved up here, it was something that I I went straight to. That was one thing that made me feel at home here, and I love it because that's just like the forest is my heart and soul. 
the more I was in nature, the more I realized how much more at home I did feel versus the city. If I was upset, anxious, stuck, I went out into nature and I recentered myself. And I didn't necessarily have that capability in the city. Um, also, considering I was a lot younger as well, I couldn't just drive off and escape. Then, eventually, a few years down the line, I landed a job at a gem and mineral shop. <laughs> and that's once again getting drawn more into gems and crystals and their properties and just different metaphysical things like that. You guys, I feel like the witchcraft was just like slowly seeping into my life at this point. They're like, you're in the right spot. You're alone. You know, you're you're trying to figure your stuff out. And they're just like, here is witchery. Here it is right in front of you. Ah. So it's after looking back at the stuff, I'm really, really happy I decided to try and try my hand at it. Um, so much about witchcraft vibes with my heart and soul nowadays. I hope to any of you listening to this, you take the plunge, at least try. You might connect with something you never thought you would and on such a deep and spiritual level. And this just being the beginning of my journey, I've already witnessed some amazing things and it's going to be exciting to see what follows because just, oh my God, my mind's blown. That's going to be it for this episode. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. I'll be releasing podcasts every couple weeks to start. Hopefully I get the hang of all of this. Um, Don't forget to check back for some new content and I'll be on iTunes and Spotify. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review. Let me know what you think and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.